from the studios of the Factual Data Creations Facility, recorded by the light of a vacuum tube enclosed within a cheap microphone preamp. This is the New Normal Opinions Podcast. Each transmission features my opinions on the current events taking place in this and sometimes other countries around the world. Start transmission. Greetings and happy Labor Day to those who celebrate it. The latest catchphrase from the globalist over at that continually spreading stain on humanity, the United Nations, is Build Back Better. Even the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson was spewing this during one of his recent speeches. Does mentioning this catchphrase signal that you're on board with this plan? The origins of this phrase can be traced back to a conference held in March of 2015 in Sendai, Japan. If you peruse some of the goals on the list, you'll find plenty of virtual signaling catchphrases. Global currency reset is being panned by the mainstream media as a conspiracy theory, but I have my doubts. Supposedly, this reset would involve switching from a physical currency to a digital form of money, something like the Chinese Communist Party is attempting to do. Think the app WeChat. You might ask, what advantage would this have to the elites and globalists? Well, if forced to use digital currency under their terms, you wouldn't be able to hide any assets, and the powers that B could cut off revenue streams at will. Just think about that. It's just another piece of the digital puzzle whose goal seems to be to enslave the world's population. This could possibly explain why these huge international corporations are down with all this BLM and woke crap. They are getting ready for the big reset in which multinationals will be hybrid private-slash-government-run entities resembling what the Nazis had in Germany and what the CCP has in China now. Joe Biden, you remember him? He's the globalist candidate, or the cutout anyway, for the President of the United States. He's been hiding in his basement of his home in the state of Delaware since launching his campaign. The puppet masters behind him were trying to ensure his victory by orchestrating overreactions to the pandemic and civil unrest, which they thought would ensure his victory in November. It was looking good for a while there, until something funny happened. Us peasants realized that the BLM and Antifa riders resemble the black shirts of fascist Italy and the brown shirts of Nazi Germany. The voting poll started reflecting this, so it was impertinent to drag old Joe and his radical running mate, Kamala Harris, who's the real candidate here, I might point out, out for a counterattack. Both in unison and hand-in-hand with their propaganda arm, the mainstream media, they are attempting to shift the narrative and blame the current administration for the death and destruction they themselves helped and encouraged to happen. 
Biden's campaign staffers and Kamala Harris herself funded the bailout of these street thugs so they could continue to wreak full havoc on those mostly Democratic-led cities. This tactic doesn't seem to be working, though. People aren't as dumbed down as they had estimated. They'll eventually switch to the mail-in voting con to try and steal the election. If that doesn't work, don't worry. The 1619 farce, along with other non-vetted so-called critical theories, are being inserted into our school's curriculum as I speak. This would sufficiently brainwash our youth into going along with the program. I mean, you've heard the lyrics from that old song? The children are our future. All of this was planned and laid out during the eight-year Obama administration, whose true legacy is uncorking the bottle that held back the psychopaths and freaks of society who've been joined recently by the criminals who have no bail to make in many jurisdictions these days, and violent offenders who were let out of jail due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Emboldened by the Democratic Party and out on our streets, they face no real consequences for their destructive actions. Just do a search of the internet for Antifa and or BLM mugshots. Just take a hard look at their faces and see if you don't agree with me. These, my friends, are the faces of what Lenin called the useful idiots. And if they are not stopped, they'll be coming to your neighborhood. If you think you can defend yourself because this country was blessed with the Second Amendment, which allows citizens to bear arms, think again. Have you noticed that gun control isn't really mentioned lately? Don't you find this weird, especially during an election year? That's because the issue doesn't poll well, so they have figured out a way around it. If you dare to use a weapon to defend yourself, no matter how clear-cut the situation is, some George Soros-funded district attorney signs any investigation will charge you with the highest punishable crime they can. Yes, you may beat the charge in court, but unless you are a high-profile case and draw the attention of capable lawyers who will take your case pro bono, you will be forced to use every asset that you own and to spend all the money you have. This will ruin your life. Don't believe me? Just ask the Mulkoskis of St. Louis who confronted BLM riders on their property. Ask Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old kid who defended himself in Kenosha, Wisconsin, against armed Antifa thugs who were chasing him down. View the videos and ask yourself, what would you have done in the same situation? Call the police? Well, they've been neutralized. Speaking of George Soros, his organization is behind the funding of BLM and many other anti-U.S. entities. Why is he untouchable? Who's behind him? You would think some investigative journalist would love to produce an expose on this shadowy person and his organization. Unfortunately, this country's media is, as I stated earlier, nothing more than the propaganda arm of the Democratic Party, just as Antifa and BLM are their shock troops. 
we should start referring to these media organizations like they refer to anyone who doesn't agree with the narratives and agendas they push as far right. Of course, in their case, it would be far left. For example, while referencing an article from CNN, you could refer to that organization like this. Quoting an article published by CNN, the far-left news media website. See? I think that would work. This concludes this episode. I threw it together fairly quickly, so excuse any sloppiness on my part. If you wish to contact me, you can do so at nnopodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, be safe. End transmission.